This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Good evening, Endless Ranners. Welcome back for episode 70 of your Endless Ranners podcast. My name is Chris, and I am but one of your Endless Ranners hosts for tonight's episode. Joining me for tonight's show are the lovely and talented Jane. Hi, Jane. Hello, hello. Hello, Robbie Spotlight's in the house. What up? What up, Robbie? Last but not least, it's producer Manny. What's going down, mole man? Coming to AU all from the great outdoors. Fucking outside. heat wave in, this, in our area. Yeah. So just trying to keep cool while while we knock this little episode for our wonderful supporters out. Manny What's lives a heat wave in out like there, like the 90 part of LA and does not have AC. <laughs> like I like to torture myself. I'm a sadist like that, you know? What can I it's say? Okay. Yeah, get a fan on, you know. Yeah. Actually, there's really no escaping it then, is there? No, yeah. there isn't. Yeah, that's it's a rough. relentless bully. Well, the saving grace is it does cool off at night. Once the sun goes down, it's fine. Fuck oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah it's not like in... the relentless, humid East Coast or South. Yeah, here. I mean, in, we uh, do. Well, no, I was just gonna quick saying we do have those days, and thankfully, you know, we're, we're we still haven't experienced them yet. I'm not looking forward to them, but you know, they do roll around from time to time. Did we introduce Robbie yet, or did we? Yeah, we did. Okay. <laughs> we, we we did, but I've got some uh, social media stuff going on. Let's uh, let our, away. our listeners know about our Instagram account, Endless Ranchers Podcast on Instagram. We're also on Twitter. Uh, our boy uh, Mo Man is also how we figure on Instagram and uh, Twitter. And uh, whoever wants to say hi on uh, Robbie Spotlight Instagram and Twitter, say what's up. Also, if you guys want to join our Facebook group, just go to the Endless Ranchers podcast group on Facebook. Join in on the conversation. We'll throw out all the information. We do biweekly um, happy hours on Zoom. So, yeah, join in. We, we, we want more friends, guys. Come on, let's do That'll this. That'll be this Friday, too. Oh, okay, I was just about to ask if one was happening this week. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, we're due. That's right. Yeah, this is a non... Chris doesn't have his kids. It's always kind of based around Christian. That's right. The world revolves around my kids. <laughs> so mark your calendars. We'll put up a link on the Endless Runners group in a few days. Yes, sir. So I was about to say I'm coming at you from Houston, where it's not that hot, but it gets really humid down here. But in Texas, yeah, in, in the Dallas area, it gets to like, you know, it's 100 during the day. And then at night, it's like 90 and windy. So it's just like a really hot air blowing at you outside. It's pretty bad. Gross. Yeah, doesn't get as cool when the sun goes down as it does for you guys. Uh, but anyway, thanks to everyone for listening, watching, supporting the show. We truly appreciate it. This week, in honor of the upcoming Father's Day weekend, and in stark contrast to our Mother's Day tribute episode a couple months back, tonight we're going to focus on the worst dads in history. Before we talk about maybe our own dads and experiences, things like that, and give them a little shout out. Uh, we also have some uh, tributes, I guess you could call it that, from our Facebook group where we did a post and asked for some uh, 
some uh, nominations for worst dads, best dads, whatever. A lot of sick, sick, twisted dads out there in the history. So we're going to get to those two. Um, but first, uh, Manny, Jane, you guys saw a comedy show out there? Yeah, Manny and I went back to the Supernova Comedy Club. And uh, so, yeah, it was an, another outdoor show. It was on the day of the opening. I actually, like, did not wear a mask to walk in, to get seated, to use the bathroom. It was my first, like, fully non-masked event. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> so the, the, headline, the headliner was Tom Segura. Uh, oh, it was my first time seeing Tom and it was he was so fucking good. Yeah, he was really good. Adam, I would say Adam Ray was my favorite. Um, again? Like, because we he saw went again, him. Huh? Yeah, he did. You were in town, Chris, and um, I thought he was actually better this time. Really? Yeah, I thought he brought more energy. Maybe the crowd was better or maybe yeah, I think it was just a fuller crowd. That might also be it. Yeah. It felt like more people were in attendance this time. Yeah. Well, a couple weeks when I was out there, a couple weeks ago, I don't remember wearing a mask to that event. I don't think I ever put a mask on. No, before, I don't think. No, but like to use the bathroom, stuff like that, where you're always thinking like, oh, I got to like take it out. There's kind of that automatic. Uh, well, you're from Texas, so you don't know maybe yeah, as much. Damn that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. We just ignore the signs here. Exactly. Yeah, my my favorite comedian of the last night was a uh, Crystal Marie. God damn, fucking gorgeous woman. <laughs> of course she was. Oh, yeah, she was. Like dude. A, they always have like a token female there. So true. Uh, so was she funny? In addition to yeah. being attractive, yeah, she's like very yes. dry, kind of. I, I dig that. Yeah, I do like that. I do. I oh, actually, cool. Cool. Um, who else was on have... the? Uh, who else was on the marquee? Charles Mr. Greaves. Um, yeah, he was there. Blade and then eight. I think it was a total of eight. I mean, the Sklar brothers were also there again. Oh yes, yes. Okay, so they just swapped yeah. swapped a few people out on you. Yeah, and then there were two openers. I forget their fucking names, but they were pretty cool too. Oh, it was uh, Brent. I think it was Brenton Biddlecomb. And there you Mark, go. Mark Saratella, Sean Joshi. Yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought there was one more that's maybe not on this that I'm seeing. Were there nine? Maybe there were nine. I remember there the being eight. Thomas, but... he had like pineapples on his shirt or something. Anyway. Yeah, one of them did. I think it was one of the first few that came out. Yeah, it was a good show. I like it. It's kind of a fun venue, even though it's outdoor. I, I do want to go back to seeing it indoors. I think it's it is overall better for comedy to be indoors, but for what it is, and, it was and Robbie left out again. Well, <laughs> I was I was in town uh, this weekend. I, I hung out with some of the lady lackeys and producer Emmy, but I was headed to San Francisco. Oh yeah, on yeah yeah, some birthdays this weekend. I headed to San Francisco on Sunday. I had tickets for Eric Schwartz, but uh, I didn't get back in home back home in time, which I felt kind of I really want really wanted to see him, but. Uh, Either way, it was fun, fun weekend, hung out, like I said, with uh, Haley and Jen from the Lady Lackeys and uh, producer Emmy. It was fun. And Olga, cool. Olga. So, oh, shit, no Olga. way. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, she that's was awesome. there. And I saw you briefly, but I was so tired. I felt I showed up to Jen Lorch of Lady Lackeys had a birthday thing at 
in the area at a bar yeah. and I had been out all day at like a racetrack with um, Patrick and Cherie who do the, the Patrick's the cola drinks guy anyway. So I had had a very long day <laughs> already and I was, I did. What are you doing at a racetrack? I don't know. They just invited me. I was like, sure. It was really beautiful. Is it Santa Anita? Uh, oh, okay. By you, I guess. No, I, I understand. No, I thought you were like at an actual, you know, like car, car racing track. I was like, I didn't no, know. No, sorry. Jane had... Horse races. Horse races. <laughs> anyway. Oh, they weren't dog. They weren't dog races. Greyhound races. <laughs> Those aren't as cool anymore. I saw one at uh, when I lived in Florida. I went to a, a, a dog race track or whatever. I guess I don't know how, what you really call it. The Greyhounds where they race. It's pretty sad yeah. because there are these dogs running down this stretch and. You just got a bunch of like old gambling degenerates screaming at the dogs as they're running, like as if they have any idea what's going on. Not that horses don't, but at least horses are big, I guess, and <laughs> you know, it could kick a kick someone's ass. But yeah, so you'd feel disturbing. more at ease if dog racing, if the dogs are bigger and they could fend for themselves. I guess I feel more. I guess I feel more sorry for dogs. I or, prefer dog races. Dog racists, yeah, 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 that's yeah like I mean. Rottweilers, yeah, they're notorious yeah. racists. Yeah, well, there, there was a movie back in the seventies. I think it was called uh, "What Is It?" White Lightning, where the dog was trained to uh, hunt black people. White Lightning, check it out. Wow, yeah, wow. Uh, not I that I condone. I, yeah, I don't think I will check it out. But, <laughs> you, you know, I'm gonna take your word on it, Rob. I don't know why that's on your. Yeah, you can find it in like the dark web. I'm sure right now. Yeah, it's already been All canceled. Right. <laughs> Okay, oh so all right, should we get to our uh... yeah? So from worst dogs to worst dads, <laughs> I had a few that uh, really grabbed my attention this past week. I was doing some, you know, some research, aka Google searches on worst dads in history, and uh, some notables. I mean, they got some some easy ones like uh, Joseph Stalin, Genghis Khan, uh, Henry the Eighth. Uh, but uh, the one that really jumped out at me and was really number one on this list was Marvin Gaye Sr. Marvin Gaye's dad, who yeah. uh, shot his son, Marvin Gaye, with a shotgun, I think twice, and killed him. The best part about the story, uh, many some people may know, is that Marvin Gaye had actually bought his dad that shotgun for home protection. Jesus. This is a very meta. Yeah. Uh, like the guy who brings you to life and then you give him the thing that takes that he uses to take you out of life. Very yeah. meta. Yeah, meta, ironic. What? Yeah, murderous. Um, but I think, and the argument was over like, and it's some kind of insurance, some kind of like, I don't know, something about his mother. Why is it always about that of all things? Like, it's not what? like Marvin Gaye was coming. It's not like his his son was over here running some sort of scam or trying to like. I don't understand. Like that was your kid, and yet you want to come over here and just end his life over some bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't think I could ever kill anybody. Right. Um, but. Yeah, uh, it's hard to put yourself in the crazy person's mind. But yeah, I guess he was upset with him. That's that's my explanation. That's <laughs> one way to say it. He's very, he's very upset yeah. with his son. Upsetting. He's very frustrated. 
Well, okay. Um, it says according to Wikipedia that he intervened in a fight between his parents um, and became involved in a physical altercation with his dad, who then shot Gay twice in the chest and then in his shoulder. Uh, yeah, that was so. I guess yeah. there was already like heightened. It wasn't like a. It sounded, you know, not planned out. It's kind of a. Yeah. moment of rage gotcha henry the eighth i guess as historical figures go is, is up there because what i think he's famous for um he had a queen wife i'm not going to get into all the names but you know she just gave him daughters right and uh oh, he wanted he, he a, needed son. a son and he had like you yeah. know multiple daughters and then like had one of the wives one of the baby mamas killed and uh yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty bad it's pretty bad to be rejected like that. He was pretty terrible. But one of my favorites and the most uh, horrible here is this uh, a guy by the name of John List. I was so, reading up on this right now. It was, it's taking an interesting turn. Yeah. So he was a wealthy banker in New Jersey. This is in the 60s. He's deeply religious. Three kids, mansion, loving wife. And then he had, uh, I guess his wife had an untreated case of syphilis. That's never good. That's never good. How did and, she catch it is my question. Well, that's a good job. I mean, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Um, probably from him. But in 1971, he lost his job and spent days in a train station because he didn't want to tell his family that he'd been fired. So uh, he decided that he would kill his family uh, to say to save them. And his reasoning was that if they were dead, then he would never have, they would never have to go into welfare or something like that. So uh, he killed them. Oh yeah. And then I guess um, because um, he killed them and uh, he, I guess he went on the run and he lived for like 20 years or something like that in Colorado, I think it was. Yeah. And uh yeah, 18 years later, a neighbor recognized him from a, an episode of America's Most Wanted, which is interesting because that show's caught a lot of people. And then when they asked him, well, why didn't you kill yourself? He said, well, then I guess that, that's a sin. <laughs> so Wait, he, what? He, <laughs> what? Hold yeah. up. That's yeah. a whole that's a weird line of logic. He said, it was my belief that if you kill yourself, you won't go to heaven. Uh, and that, but hopefully they would go to heaven, the wife and kids. So, um, uh, -uh. yeah, sorry, buddy. Yeah. He died you in prison. Good. Yeah. But, uh, it's very selfish. <laughs> very selfish. I guess he, he wanted to live a free life for like an 18 years. So I don't think he went on welfare. So yeah, there's something, something bogus about this guy's story, but yeah, just a lot of demented, demented people out there. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any favorites from uh, history or you want to talk about some personal stories or we have some shout outs too from our Facebook group? Oh yeah. I wanted to touch on um, uh, Sean Zimmerman, one of our frequent uh, uh, Zoom Contributors. Hour members. Mm -hmm. Hi Sean. He, he uh, gave a shout out to um, a guy named Fritzel. So he is Joseph Fritzel assault. He held his daughter captive for 24 years and assaulted, sexually abused and raped her numerous times. 
um, while she was imprisoned in a concealed area in the cellar of the family house. She had seven children by him and oh, uh, three of them remained in captivity with her. And then one died. Um, yeah. And the other three were raised by Fritzl, that the, I guess the grandfather and the father and then, and his wife. So the grandmother. Yes. Well, thanks for bringing that to our attention, Sean. <laughs> I, I could I think be that's wrong. A really, I might think that guy wins. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I, I think finally the, the police found out, the authorities found out when um, the I, I don't know if it was one of the kids had like a, some sort of medical emergency and the they, the doctors really wanted to know some of the history and the, the mom, which was the daughter, right, uh, didn't really want, want to give it out. Finally, I think she out of fear or maybe Stockholm syndrome. Finally, she said, yeah, uh, my dad is their kids, their, their kids father. I think that's how think that's the same story that's how they found out that uh you know oh. the dad, yeah yeah so he was like the worst dad and the worst grandfather yeah, yeah. Right. like and some fucked up version of chinatown man yeah jesus christ what about chinatown no did you ever watch that movie chinatown with jack, jack nicholson? nicholson no um, i know it, i didn't know it involved that kind of stuff yeah, that's a uh, spoiler a alert. Sorry to spoil a 60 some odd or however old the movie, but yeah, there's this revelation near the end of Chinatown where the main woman, uh, the female supporting character, she turns out to be abused and has a kid that from her dad or whatever the fuck. It's fucked Gosh. up. Yeah, it's 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 a good movie. It's like a very, one of those film noirs movies. It, it deals a lot with like what L.A. and the L.A. River and that sort of thing. Also, yeah, the con like the the story behind bringing water to L.A. Yeah, it's a good movie. Oh, so. that's what. Yeah, that's what I thought it was all about. I didn't realize that. Well, I mean, I guess that's a twist at the end. Yeah. 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 Hold on. I got a, a submission right here. It's not from the group, but still in 2008, an incident in North Carolina involving a man named Johnny Eric Marlowe was arrested. He was a practicing polygamist and he circumcised one of his infant sons with a utility knife, uh, which caused him to almost bleed to death. Sloppy, yeah, to sloppy actor. work to say the least. I mean, that, <laughs> that actually kind of, the reason why I chose that story, cause it kind of sags into a story that involved me and my dad and circumcision of all things. Um, I was oh, about, I know, I was like 12, 13. He oh, said, that's he old. Calls, that's yeah, he calls me over. He's chilling on the couch, and I had just uh, finished eating dinner or doing some fucking chores or something. He calls me over. He's like, son, we need to have a talk. I was like, all right, what's going down, Dad? And then he just starts talking to me about male hygiene and how men need to have a, have a circumcised penis. So I'm just like, wait, why are you telling me this now? I just started, like, it was so out of left field, out of the blue, just nothing was uttered that would be like, oh, by the way, you need to be circumcised. It was just like, nope, I don't. It was so, it's one of those like weird moments that just whenever it comes up in my mind, I just can't help but laugh and chuckle. It's like, it's a very endearing. Okay. So, I, so you weren't circumcised and then. I am. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, ro I'm rocking what ladies have been calling the director's cut. So I'm cut, you know. Wait, and... but did you end up getting circumcised? I don't know. No, what that means. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. 
But this is the like if it was such a concern, why not just handle it when I was like fresh out the womb, you know, instead of just right. waiting to tell me when I'm a teenager. It's like well, I don't okay. want to do that. Or at least give an explanation for your change of mind or some some explanation as to why this wasn't done when you were a baby. Yeah, yeah. what whether it what was brought, their what, opinion or what what made him want to talk to you about that at that moment? Like had he I seen a seen a television know, show dude. or something, seen a documentary about it? <laughs> it was so out of left field. Like it I don't know what inspired him to bring that up to me, to be honest, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't really know what to say. Can you ask? I thought you were, I'm glad he wasn't gonna circumcise you right. He's like, all right, son, pull your pants down. Right. <laughs> Pulls out a fucking machete, is like, yeah, shh, yeah there you go. Part of you a little scared in that moment. Like, what if you had read that article? <laughs> and then he said that. What if you had known? Well, yeah, that would have been a completely different story. But no, I don't know what what possessed him to to bring that to my attention at that point in time. But I'm sure if I asked him now about it, he'd probably be like, what are you talking about? And try and play it off or who knows. But I'll let you guys know. I'll, I'll be hanging out with him soon. Yeah, like, like hey, pops, I have a follow up yeah. question to ask you some 20 years later. He's like, well, when I was 12, my dad sat me down and also talked to me <laughs> about, you know, <laughs> uh, foreskin uh, cleanliness. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, a fam- it's a family tradition. It's been passed down generation after generation. All right, Chris, Chris, Rob, what are your circumcision statuses? <laughs> yes. That's what I figured. Yeah. I feel yeah. like, you know, even if you're not religious, um, it's uh, it's actually pretty normal to do. Like my, my nephew is circumcised and they're not, they don't identify as a religion, so. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think religion has anything to do with it nowadays. I don't think. I, I do yeah. find it weird. I think, Adam, you know how, uh, you know, Adam Crowley talks about, you know, the groups that, you know, get the candles, take to the streets and say, hey, we want our fo- foreskins back. We want our foreskins back. Like, um, it'd be nice if kids had a choice, you know, as babies. I don't know. But I, I get yeah. the whole cleanliness and all that stuff. I do get that. Um, you know, I, I get it. But it's a little weird to me. When I when my son was born, I don't want my foreskin back. Thank you. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, when my son was born, I think they were like, "Well, we're gonna should we do this?" We're like, "Yeah," and then uh, it's like, "Do you want to be there?" No. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. "You could take him away and hand take care of business, and then bring him back when you're done." Yeah, bring so, him back. You know, then it happened. You know, it was like day one, maybe day two. I don't know. Yeah. But they have no idea what's going on, but. You remember back in uh, Universal Soldier, the movie with Dolph Lundgren and uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and he wore like his ne- necklace made out of ears. You know, what if like you had, it was like a thing of pride. You wore a necklace made out of your foreskin. That'd be kind of cool, right? Like a cultural thing? Religious? Um, right? Uh, I, Well, I don't know if I would call it cultural. Reli- I don't yeah. know, man. Kind of cool. Um. Yeah, Let's yeah, not cool. Start that fashion trend. No, cool. okay, all right. How many That's two metal? How many foreskins you got? It'd be more like the nurse because it's. <laughs> I think like it's a, done by nurses now. Just stretch it out. They're more like yeah. earring size, right? Because you make like two earrings out of them. 
Like yeah, I feel like once it dries out, you know, yeah. you got like a little, you know, like a tiny little, like less than the size of a dime of uh, just crusty skin. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty, this is pretty gross. You could use it as inlay for a ring to wear. Yeah, you could, uh, you know, uh, put it Poor in. skin some, rings will be all the rage in the next few years. Fuck my word. Put it in glass and wear it as a ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put it in like a block of acrylic. Put it as easy as a desk weight or paperweight. Yeah. Not as All cool right. as a necklace, though. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So that's Robbie a, took it to the extreme over here. Fucking metal ass foreskin uh, necklace. Yeah. He's trying to think yeah. outside of the box. You really are, man. I got to uh, hats off to you on that. Yeah, thank I mean, you. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I do have one more quick story. Um, <clears throat> uh, so growing up. Pops would take us, you know, once once or twice every summer to the local water park, Raging Waters, or if not that, to just, you know, the beach. One year, I think I was like five or six, he took us to SeaWorld. And prior to the show starting, there was this dude, a BMXer, off to the side on his own little platform. And I was just in, entranced by what this dude was doing was uh, Flatland BMX. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Yes, no. no. What do you mean flatland? Just yeah. doing tricks on just a flat surface? Like pretty much. Uh, essentially it's like you're dancing with your bike. Your bike's your dance partner. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So at that point in time, you know, I had my own bike. I would just, you know, hurl myself off the sidewalk, try to catch air or whatever. But I didn't know that you could ride your bike like that. That shit yeah. blew my fucking mind. Oh yeah, so, like they spin the they spin the wheel and all that. Stuff. You use the you pegs, like spin circles, whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that when he took us, I mean, the Sea World, all that shit was cool, but like what just totally stole the show for me, like made that experience so fucking really memorable for me was being exposed to that because that's still with me to this day. Like just that, I love that shit, the flat landing in general. Wait, took you to Sea World to see BMX tricks. I'm sorry. Who was doing the tricks? Oh, it was just some random BMX athlete or just a you know some enthusiast, I guess that you worked at the park just to warm up the crowd or just keep the crowd. In my in my instance, it kept me entertained, like it had okay. my attention. Yeah, that was a big deal back when I was a teenager. I feel like uh, yeah, Brad. a lot of a lot of wasn't always just like giant air, you know, like X Games. It was uh, yeah, rhythmic dance on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. freestyle whatever you want to call it yeah yeah it was a big deal so i didn't know it was flatland at that age fast forward till you know when i was a teenager freshman year in high school my friend i still talk to this day uh shots right hand dan he had an issue of ride bmx and I, and so i i started talking to me he's like hey bro uh roll with me for a second and so i was telling him this whole story and he was like oh yeah that's flatland and so i like after that i was like cool that's it i'm done that's like what i'm doing i've never heard that to. I've never heard it referred to as that name. I think it was just freestyle. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they, some people still refer to it as that. You got like, you know, park or street freestyle and then just flat on freestyle. So, okay. Uh, big props to Pops for taking us to SeaWorld and changing my life forever. Aw. Yeah. You think he knew there was going to be a lot of BMX? You probably didn't know there was going to be BMX at the Shamu show. I did not know. That's why it was like a very surprising and just like life-changing moment. I was like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm here for this. Cool. Yeah. 
Robbie, did yeah. your dad did your dad take you to SeaWorld or talk to you about uh, <laughs> circumcision or foreskin cleanliness? Uh-oh. My mom actually gave me the sex top. The the sex talk. That what age? It's like seventeen, maybe. No, um, I was uh, I don't know. It's like 12, 13, something like that. She she talked to me about uh, masturbation and oh how do it. Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh boy, is right. Yeah, doing it too much was not good and healthy. Doing it too much. Now now I understand. You know, you gotta you gotta clean those pipes sometimes. You gotta make sure. I'm starting to understand the Insta ho thing more now. <laughs> I sort of I don't follow any Insta hoes anymore. They're gone. You, did you, did she give you any magazines? Yeah. Search, search my my follows. I'm they're gone. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. My uh, um, what Good was job, that, Chris? Jane. Good job, yeah. Jane. You, they're gone. You, you can check. Stole you stole the joy from his life. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. did she give you any magazines? Uh, no, no or, magazines. Uh, was no any talk about de- the demons or anything? Any, uh... <laughs> well, you actually, it's funny. My uh, my grandma. This is not a grandma episode, but when I went to Guatemala many years ago. Back when she was alive, I was like, I don't know, 14. She there was a, a, a pastor that kind of showed up. She she I, she was serious. She said, yeah, um, he can maybe he can pray for uh, for, you know, Robbie over here's uh, demons. I'm like, what? Like she was she was serious. I was not like a bad kid, but she wanted him to pray for my demons. Oh, man. Um, yeah, this, mean, this means that your mom and your grandma were talking about how 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 often you were beating off all the time. That's probably what my mom knew. She probably saw all those socks, you know, hidden. I throw in the back, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah. But Paul, my mom, so you got the you got the birds and the bee talk from your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my, my I think you guys I've, I might have mentioned it real quickly, but uh, I, I my parents are, uh, you know, religious. They're pastors and uh I don't know. That's uh, it's a little different for pastors' kids, I think. They're both. They're both pastors. Well, my my dad is. My dad is. My mom's the the wife, basically. But they both uh, are have hold positions and stuff like that. And I've since I was a kid, I've known of that. So I can I can have a conversation, uh, you know, relating to to Bible and religious stuff. Not not as much as the the scholars, but we can we can kind of throw down you and I. But um. You know, it was a little strict in the household. Um, that's about yeah. it, though. Uh, my dad really didn't want to do the whole sex talk with me. It was my mom. Yeah, I think I never got any kind of birds and bee talk. Uh, was he you know, embarrassed? You can, you can just figure that shit on your own. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can probably do it on your own. Yeah. I, I remember back in uh, back in uh, elementary school, like fifth grade, one of my friends told me, he was like, hey, uh, you know, if you grab your, uh, you know, your weenie and you kind of move it up and down a few times, you know, some some white stuff comes out. I'm like, well, really? I don't know. <laughs> and um, I think he's, uh, yeah, he introduced me to that world. How old was this? Yeah. I don't know. I was, we were like in fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any yeah. memories. I mean, I don't have any memories of the first time or how I would even figure something like that out. Uh, it's just instinctual, I think. Even if you don't have a, 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 a Poindexter white friend like Robbie, who yeah. like talking about white stuff coming out, you yeah. know, like you figure that stuff out. Like it just comes to you, you know, it does come to you like you a bird, I mean? like a bird learns how to fly. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, I never had any of that kind of talk. I think uh, by the time your parents are like, you know, really want to get around to it, you've already been, you've already seen Playboys and Penthouse magazines and whatnot, and you know, discovered a stash somewhere. Oh, so for sure, there's no yeah. need. I was at a family's friend's house, uh, and I think uh, you know my family was somewhere in the dining room uh, talking, and I think someone was watching WrestleMania on, you know, somewhere else, and. Uh, yeah, my my friend, we were about the same age. He's like, hey, uh, my friend's got this uh, these magazines under his bed, and that's I think that's the first time we opened a magazine. We're like, oh, what's that? That's pretty. I know wrinkly. kids won't have those same stories anymore. No. That. Yeah. Okay, so we had Sean Zimmerman's. Who else do we have that uh, had some some comments about their dad in the Facebook group? Well, they had yeah. So there were well, some people had comments about their own dad and then some had recommendations for you know historical bad dads um oh i see aaron easter okay go ahead simon peter nelson killed his six children so this was out of uh rockford rockford illinois um he bludgeons and stabbed his six children to death that's horrible like you might as well shoot them right like wouldn't you rather just be shot like that's even worse it's like part of the reason i'm pro-gun <laughs> like yeah just end it quickly i wonder who has killed more of their children moms or dads throughout history i'm gonna say you know moms. i mean because yeah usually in the news it's a story about some crazy mom like you know drowning her kids in the bathtub or like locking them in the car and running the car off into a river that kind of stuff you know who kills more out of like couples? It's usually the stepdads. Like I've seen so many stories where the mom, like the mom who's like not even qualified to have kids, leaves the kids with some, the stepdad. The stepdad probably a or the was, boyfriend. Yeah, the boyfriend exactly. Mom comes back, the kid's dead. I don't know. Either he's drunk too much, had too much drugs, or he's like jealous of the attention that the mom gives to the kids, and kids are dead. A stepdad or boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Well, that doesn't really support my theory that mostly it's moms, but you know, hey, yeah, Indir- <laughs> that's indirectly, my, that's indirectly, my, come on, by, ladies, just by leaving by leaving her kids with a, a bad man. I guess that's kind of her fault. But we no, nobody mentioned um, Gavin Newsom's dad, right? He's one of the worst dads out there. He should have pulled out. Um, so that's <laughs> that's like the worst thing that he leaving it in. He left it in. Yeah. 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 Well, so your point is that Gavin Newsom was uh, from a broken home. Yeah, he he's comes from the broken home, man. It's yeah. Gavin Newsom is like the whole uh, Hitler thing. Like if I would have gone back in time, I would have told him, you know, pull out, dude. I would have pulled it out for him. Here you go. Oh, That's so you're saying to out. yeah to to save you Californians from his uh, yeah he wouldn't tyranny. have existed. That's right. Thank you. Yeah, that guy's a just. He's he's really like uh, becoming a caricature of him of himself as just a gigantic douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. Like a douchebag douchebag impersonator. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just like you know, he's got advisors just saying, you know, get you know, get douchier, you know, pour <laughs> on the douche, you know, up your douche game. Is it yeah. sort of like Trump? You know, like Trump goes really hard on being Trump. It's sort of because there's a base. There's like a fan base that really likes that. And so they're trying to mobilize his fan base that for some reason really likes the douche for this recall oh. election. 
I wonder, I think he, he just tries so hard to be, I don't know, tries so hard to, to be popular or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so back to our group, Aaron Easter said her dad was the greatest dad ever, but then uh, proceeds to say that her grandfather had a habit of going drinking and gambling after he got paid, even though he had a wife and six kids. Oh boy. Yeah. That shit broke my heart when I read that man, her grandma left him after he gambled away the rent money. What a cliche, but I guess that does. It's a cliche because it happens. Right. And they were evicted and she had to provide for all the kids, even though she didn't know how to drive and didn't have a car. So if you don't have a car, like it doesn't really matter if you can't drive. Right. You know, just ask the neighbor, be like, hey, I need to run some errands. Let me borrow your whip for a quick second, please. But then Aaron says that uh, she was a mean grandma, but she gets a pass because she uh, she did raise the kids by herself. Sans car. So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. A Kwana Kwana shared a funny oh. video from Parenthood. Oh yeah. I don't know if it's really funny. It was more, you know, poignant. In the okay. In the Facebook, yeah, you're in the right, Facebook you're right. group, I did say it's it's accurate. I don't know if you're gonna put it on, but um, he Keanu's character basically talks about how he when he was a kid his uh, was it his daughter i mean his dad or stepdad would wake him up uh by flicking a cigarette on him and you know calling them make names or breakfast. whatever yeah make me breakfast you know and um was it was it the stepdad anyways yeah some a lot of kids grow up like that it's pretty sad man um you know yeah but it's shouldn't, accurate shouldn't smoke shouldn't smoke around your kids you know you can find something or, else to throw at them or flick <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I That's think in that video example. he makes the point of uh, yeah, you throw throw verbal insults, but you th- he made the point that uh, yeah you have to get a I guess in some places you know it's kind of an exaggeration you have to get a license to have a dog you have to register a dog but yeah. you can be a dad with uh, yeah. you know exactly yeah yeah a lot of unqualified people unfortunately sorry guys sorry but it's the truth you got to pass some sort of test you should be able to yeah that's a well. Yeah, that would be a little weird if, if we were like, well, you can't have kids until you pass a test. But uh, let's just pre- everybody should just pretend like you like you do, you know, yeah. just pretend. that's not good for the libertarians. Right, Chris? You no, know? I mean, yeah. it shouldn't be a law, but just just pretend like you had to take a test before you uh, yeah. knock someone up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that might be it from the group. Appreciate everybody for uh, responding and uh Boo, uh, yay for Aaron's dad. Boo to her for grandfather. Grandpa. And yeah. yay for grandma. Mean grandma. Yeah. Holding her. down. Yeah. Honorable mention going out to the grandmas in this episode, to be honest with you. I'm noticing a theme here. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, hold on. Jane, father stories. Oh, me. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was, he was great. Um, yeah, I can't, definitely can't put him under bad dad. Um, my, I would say he had a great sense of humor. He was kind of, he was very like thoughtful and um, kind of an Adam like guy, actually kind of came from like a very blue collar working class uh, coal mining town in Pennsylvania. 
and was just like kind of the one he was like i'm not growing i'm not living the rest of my life here i'm getting myself out and there were seven kids in the family and he was like kind of found his way he didn't even go to he did like an associate's degree he didn't do a full college thing um so it's very self-made it was a systems engineer worked for kodak and uh ge you know companies like that um moved to california by himself um and my favorite i will say i think my favorite story about him <laughs> so he actually passed away in 2008 and uh this was back oh gosh i was probably a teenager so this is way before the current climate but i think it really rings true for now right. um so we had our local uh car car wash place was called lozano's and it was this awesome it, it's like the most efficient fast-paced like car wash ever and they would give out uh coupons for on Wednesdays was ladies day. So you get to just, they would just like have in the little coupon booklets that, you know, got mailed to you and stuff. Be like, Oh, Lozano's ladies day on Wednesday. So my dad wanted to get the car wash on a Wednesday. So he goes and he takes a little coupon and he just hands it to them. He's like, I identify as a lady. <laughs> that's a, wow, he's that's a and they gave it to him they gave him the discount so <laughs> ahead of his time yeah well this was the bay area so they were like okay well yeah, yeah maybe that's the other yeah. thing too it's like oh no we're used to it like, he wasn't a- in the cast of buzz and buzzies what he was he with uh, tom hanks wasn't buzz i don't yeah. even know this one i'm really bad with movie references yeah jane has okay yeah, she has almost zero knowledge of pop culture it's a sitcom almost with zero. uh Tom Hanks, where both used to play uh, guys that would Wait, dress up as women. Movie. It was a it was a sitcom. Oh. Sitcom movie. It was a right sitcom. But sitcom is only TV. It was a T. It was a TV. It was a TV. Yeah. Yeah, it was a TV. Tom it was Hanks? Sit- it, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I always thought it was a movie. I didn't know it was a TV show. There were there were episodes. Well, we can. Tom Hanks. You have the internet in front of us. Yeah. Tom Hanks and I think Peter Scolari was the guy. Uh, yes, name. sir. They even had a theme song. Oh, yeah. And later he was in um, uh, New Heart, one of the uh, Bob Newhart show. It was was sitcom. Yeah. Uh, Peter Uh, Peter Scolari? Yeah. And I think think that was his name. Yeah. Um, I think they, in their hotel, they they lived in a hotel or like they lived in like a woman's boarding house. I'm not even sure if they have those. Yeah. I didn't know they existed because it was the 80s and it was the Susan B. Anthony Hotel, I think. Oh, wow. You've got more info than I, I do, man. Yeah, I watched this show. Yeah, I yeah. This show. All right. This, yeah. was, this was a television show. It was a television show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought Robbie had the like the DVD case right there. Right. <laughs> had me going for a second. I was like, wow, right. I just pulled it out of nowhere <laughs> so quickly. Yeah. I'm in the fan group on Facebook. Yeah. It was definitely like a, there's nothing else on show. But it was yeah, pretty outrageous. I guess it was pretty outrageous because, yeah, it was. It was you know they were just on the edge or verge of being caught every yeah. episode, you know, like, <laughs> and just got out of it by the skin of their teeth every episode. So yes, yeah. Well, anyways, Jane's dad. He was ahead of its time. So uh, yeah. kudos. Sounds like kudos yeah. Yes, yeah. both points. He won't, he won't be canceled post post. Uh, no post mortem. F post-mortem. those people. Yeah. <laughs> F those people trying to catch round them. us out, Chris. I, I know you've got some good tales you could share with us and the people at home. 
Oh, whew, I think I've talked about my dad before. He was a refugee from North Korea to the South and then eventually came to the United States, uh, went to like rural South Carolina. Um, so he lived an interesting life. Uh, my parents were divorced before I was uh, aware of what was going on. So uh, my time with him was limited. We had an off and on relationship, I guess. Uh, you might call it estranged at times. But, you know, he taught me my love of fishing. So, okay. you know, we had a lot of good times. Yeah. He so died on Christmas Day. I was on a biking. Chris got fishing. Yeah. yeah he, he died on Christmas Day. I was on a cruise ship. Oh. <laughs> so I got the, got the phone call. Yeah. I guess I'm about to sit down to dinner on a cruise ship. It was, it was pretty crazy. But, uh, Fuck, yeah, man. I love my dad. Yeah. He was, he was, uh, he was a workaholic. Mm-hmm. He was a workaholic for sure. So, did, did he, uh, he was, did, was he kind of like mine? My, I used to do like school events. I was in school plays and stuff like that. But my dad, he, uh, early in his life, early in my life, he was a janitor. So he used to work nighttime. So many school events, he was not there, but I was never like bitter about it. Cause I, I always knew my mom always told me your dad's working, your dad's working. And so that's my, my dad was always working. So I, I was never b- bitter about that. Yeah, Same I don't here. think I remember my dad going to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would. He was the kind of dad he would. If I had a game, he would drop me off, and then go run errands, and then come back oh, and pick yeah. me up because he just, you know, <laughs> to him, I, don't, I think it was more like he just thought those things were frivolous. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, my my dad finally went to uh, uh finally like in high school, I think junior year, I was in uh, Midsummer Night's play, and I played a played a fairy. <laughs> And so he went to go see me on stage. And then the next year I, I was in Greece and he went to go see me there. That's hold pretty up, much. Hold up, Rob, Rob, yeah. Rob. You played a fairy. I did play a fairy. I know. It was, uh, <laughs> it was it, your, your senior year. You have pictures. I, pictures I you know, I do, but uh, you know, I'll try, I'll try and find some and post them. But my, my junior year, junior year, Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, it was a seven, uh, 70s style play so we all dressed up 70 style so i didn't wear the wings or anything like that i just played one of the fairies i guess uh, it, it i was i wore the tight shirt and like the bell bottom oh, you're style. a theater nerd well i they always needed like whenever they needed and, and i was like a nice guy hey rob can you, you want to come on we need someone come on all right fine so my junior i i was i was in a play senior they needed someone for greece so i was in that play and um you know, but not not a theater nerd nerd, but it was fun. It was fun when I was doing it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. So your dad was like, "Oh, there's no point in teaching him about the birds and bees." Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> gonna he's gonna get the tang, you know, backstage, right? So yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, theater nerds are weirdos too, you know. So mm-hmm. some shit will go down. No, but uh, you know what's funny is that uh, senior year, um, we're all getting dressed at the same time and. And I'm over there changing clothes. And then this, this girl, Amy, next to me, she's over there. Okay, well, let me. I'm like, uh, okay. You know, I was kind of a late bloomer, but I was like, okay, uh, you do your thing, Amy. But Sick. it was fun. Yeah. So, so does this mean she got naked in front of you? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's was, was fine. Wait, nice. you couldn't have been that late of a bloomer if you were weren't you figuring out the masturbation thing in fifth grade? Oh yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, I was I was always kind of shy uh, in high school, so it took me a while to finally kind of you know got like, that kind of late bloomer. It was yeah. one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, hey, may I? You were shy, so you you'd look down and be like, 
yeah. Uh, hey, hey, penis. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I, do you mind if I get you out? Like, is it would it be cool if uh, you know? Yeah. I, We're gonna paint uh, the town uh, white. You down? Yeah, I got some lotion. Uh, you know, right. just no big deal. You know, if, you, uh, if you're busy, if you're busy, you gotta buy uh, me dinner first. Yeah, that's one of those things. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, so rest in peace to Chris and Jane's fathers. They sound like interesting individuals and they raise fine individuals themselves. I'm uh, happy to be a part of this interesting podcast that we got going on. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. My dad was a real, he was a real hard ass. If I, yeah, real hard ass. So he did, wasn't. Did you ever get uh, like, phys- like physically disciplined belts, that sort of thing? No, no, but I was deathly afraid of him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the kind of, and that's where I try to, you know, like, I don't want to touch, you know, like beat my kids, you know, any more than I have to, but you want really, you want them to be afraid, you know, more than, you know, actually doing it. So yeah, I was just, I was, I was afraid. I was always afraid. So. Mm Cause he was just, he was just such a hard ass. Like I'm like, he really only laughed once a year at Thanksgiving when we go to my uncle's My uncle could make him laugh. So those are good times. But, um, but then when he was old and infirmed, like he was very, he was much more uh, jolly. Right. But only then. Yeah. So yeah. Dad's. Yeah, dads, you know, I, I mine, I, you know, I, I got the belt sometimes. Uh, I was mentioning to the group, uh, uh, this is a quick story. I was, I, I was a, you know, I had a younger brother and I used to bully him sometimes. And we were fighting over the Super Nintendo one time. And uh, my, bro- my dad walked in the room. He's like, what's going on? I'm, and my, my brother just points at me. He's like, oh, you won't let me play. So my dad grabs the Super Nintendo. You know, it, it was cord, it had a cord. Uh, back then he he just throws it on the ground he grabs the cord he steps on the controller and then he just pulls the cord out of the controller he's like okay go ahead and play now i'm like in my mind i'm like you're gonna end up buying me a new controller yeah um yeah yeah, so that that was my dad you know i I think i cried a little bit that night a tear came out well yeah you learned you learned you learned from that kind of loss you, you yeah. do, you do. But I, I laugh. I laugh at those things now. You know, I, I got, you know, I got the belt here and there, but now I laugh. It's, it's, I don't, like I said, I'm not bitter about any of that stuff. So I do appreciate, uh, you know, how, how I was sort of molded a little bit. It's not a perfect, but I appreciate it. Well, he probably thought, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. That's right. I yeah, think so. so. Is that, yeah. is that in the Bible? I think that's no, it, spare it, the rod, spoil the rob. You gotta yeah, be careful. That's right. that's right. I'm sure it's somewhere. It's in the Bible. Something. It's like one of those uh, the unabridged version of the Bible. You gotta look deep. Monkey's uncle on YouTube says, uh, "Son, you say you're going to do be in another musical." Yeah, my, my dad maybe had some, <laughs> some but uh, anyway, yeah, those for fun, for fun times. For sure, Thanks, guys. Jane. Yeah. Let's get into some news. Okay. Well, let's see. In uh, in good news. Uh, sorry, if you kind of caught me off guard. And no, yeah, hell of a transition. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me give my was... little uh, 
my document up here just a second um i was waiting my, it's try. always hard when okay yeah so bad news a span and this gonna kind of relates back to what we were talking about earlier a spanish man has been jailed for 15 years and five months for killing and eating his mother at the apartment they shared in madrid spain uh so in early 2019 28 year old alberto sanchez gomez uh, strangled his mother to death following an argument and then cut up her body using a carpenter saw and two kitchen knives, storing some of the pieces in the freezer and throwing others into the trash in plastic bags. Uh, yeah. So worse son. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A carpenter, a carpenter saw and two kitchen knives. That's a very specific. Yeah. Murder weapon detail in that article. Yeah, and then like he, th- I, so I wish they would give the details. Like, what body parts did he eat? What did he throw out? Like, these are the things I'm curious about, and they never give those details. What body parts, huh? That'd be a good question for uh, Army Hammer because I we don't know if he likes to I think eat body parts, right? Oh yeah, if he fantasizes about uh, what. Yeah, I've avoided this- learning anything about that guy. So if you know something, fill me in. I'm, I feel like I finally need to learn about this weird. Well, game. he's he's the actor that was in what the Lone Ranger. I, I he know was he's in, in my us. birthday cocktail party, and I'd I'd like to uninvite oh, him. Oh, he was in the um, Social Network. Social Network, mm-hmm. yeah, twice. He, yeah, twice. Yeah, he played one of the right. Binkle, Voss Winkle brothers or what? Winkle Vi. Winkle Vi. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he he uh, yeah liked to text message his girlfriend or maybe other you know past girlfriends that uh, he fantasized about like chopping their limbs off and eating them or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's some weird shit. Yeah. Okay. But no actions, just words, just words. Okay. Preview words. Yeah. I think I'd rather, I don't know what's worse. You know, I don't know if it's like words um, or actions. No, like, you know, not, you know, obviously it's worse to like chop limbs off and try to eat them, but yeah. you'd almost rather like be accused of domestic battery. You know yeah. what I mean? That's more normal, could, right? Yeah. Than that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you can wrap your head around a little anger and slapping someone, but I can't really yeah, wrap yeah, yeah. around killing them and then consciously like chopping it up and then storing yeah. it. Yeah. You can put your mom in a wrap and then wrap that yeah in. yeah they found they, they he could put them in tupperware boxes I yeah there you go tupperware in spain but <laughs> yeah so what did this, this go this gomez guys he made a top the tapas the tapas out of his mom yeah the thing was so he's getting 15 years for the murder and then the five the five months is for like the dismembering dismembering a body that's not a lot of time. I don't think a lot of time. I think they should reevaluate. I mean, it was a pretty heinous crime, dude. The commitment it took to get rid of to dispose of his mom that way. But then he only has one mom. You know, it'd be different if he was doing this to like, you know, runaway teens All or something. Mom. But you know. Yeah, true. Yeah. He only one, it's like he's not gonna commit that crime again, you know, because she's gone. So right. That's not a lot of time. What's going on in Spain? You know? Yeah. Maybe not a lot of time. Oh, oh, 15 years in prison for that? Who knows? Well, Chris, you got to include all the siestas in there. 
So you didn't think about that. <laughs> what? The siestas, you know, they take like an hour siesta each day, right? It's That's like right. A, yeah, like they yeah. close. It's even longer than that. Like, don't yeah. they close down like mid afternoon? Everything shuts down for a couple hours. You got to factor something? that yeah. in, Chris. Come on. I kind of like that. Yeah, I like that uh, that idea. Like an afternoon nap every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna chill okay. and wine. Well, this guy's crazy. <laughs> Monkey's Absolutely. uncle says his favorite band, the the Mamas in the Tapas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Monkey's Uncle. That was funny. Yeah. Good oh my one. Gosh. And that's, I think that's kind of a dad joke. That's a dad joke. Yeah. Monkey's Uncle's vying for your spot, Rob. Oh, come on. I don't, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> backhand? I don't know. Whoever went to UCLA or got a master's in something. Psychology or psychology. Philosophy. Yeah. I don't, yeah. You smart people. Yeah. All anyway. right. And you want to move on to our good news. Yes. So a veteran. Yeah, I love this story. A veteran lobster diver has survived being swallowed and spit out by a humpback whale off of Cape Cod. So last Friday, 56-year-old Michael Packard found out what it was like not to be at the top of the food chain. He says, all of a sudden, I felt this huge shove, and next thing I knew, it was completely black. I could sense I was moving, and I could feel the whale squeezing with the muscles in his mouth. Initially, he thought he was inside a great white shark, but he couldn't feel any teeth and he hadn't suffered any obvious wounds. So it quickly dawned on him that he was actually in a whale. Whoa. Yeah. I said, he continues, I was completely inside. It was completely black. And I thought, there's no way I'm getting out of here. I'm done. I'm dead. Um, so yeah, according, and then one of his crewmen, uh, Josiah Mayo, got to witness the whale bursting to the surface and flinging Packard, Pat, the guy to sea. Um, he was hospitalized, but uh, just for some light, a lot, he had no uh, broken bones, just some soft tissue damage. So pretty minor. For... He's bruised. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if this actually happened. Imagine you know. how much pussy he'd get telling that story well, like who how do you make that i'm not up? sure is that something that makes the ladies wet <laughs> i guess any so, kind of you know fame and so they interviewed an expert on uh humpback whales and she's like but based on what is described this this would have to be a mistake and an accident on the part of the humpback oh yeah, you're sure. not aggressive especially towards humans and that's just not how they go about eating so i think the humpback was like did yeah. not realize what he had done. Whoops. Yeah. So he's a lobster diver and he was diving for lobsters where, what kind of whale was this now? Humpback. Humpback. So he was diving for lobster in the same, do, do humpback whales uh, swim around and eat in that depth of water? Like how, how, right? Uh, uh, I don't, I didn't get uh, details on whether it was unusual for the humpback whale to be where uh the diver was yeah but this does i would like to tie this into our father's day uh episode because you talk about you know the bible and you rescue the father from the belly of the whale it's a very i think it's a bible notion oh you know, jonah like, jonah jonah and the whale Geppetto. <laughs> well, yeah. is not in the bible yeah that's uh, I know on the bible but he got swallowed by a whale is there anyone else are there any other characters out there 
Jonah, the the, yeah. the Bible story would be Jonah and the whale. Right. But he was in he was in the whale's stomach, I believe. This dude was yeah. only in its so mouth. He actually wasn't technically swallowed. They said that yeah. the esophagus of whales uh, that don't have teeth is not big enough. It's like uh, the size of a fist that maybe stretches to 15 inches, which I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah, but the whale would have been, uh, um, would have, yeah, would not want to swallow whale, something like that. In a whale. So, yeah. I'm entertained. It's in, it's in her course. Does it say that did he get like a lighter and like had a he didn't have like a bonfire <laughs> in the stomach? I know. Well, well yeah. it is water. The, you have to tickle the inside of its belly. Yeah. You know, with something and then yeah. it, it upsets them and then they blow you out the, the blowhole. Yeah, that's you shoot out. That's how yeah, that's yeah. how it normally works. That's whale escape one oh one. Yeah, come on, guys. It's an interesting story. Um uh, I don't know. I don't know. I saw a picture of the guy. He looks like he could make up some shit. That's all I'm saying. But he's I hope- fine. It, his but it last name's not like Balloon Boy, right? Like Johnny Balloon Boy. No. Well, that that's what made me think. We were talking about that before yeah. the uh, Balloon Boy story because we were talking about <laughs> the worst the, before the show started. We were talking about the worst dads and that that guy, the Balloon Boy's dad, yeah. kind of popped into my head where he. I don't even know what kind of balloon they were like doing like like experimenting with weather balloons or something like that. And he Mm -hmm. called the local news and said that his son had been stuck in a, in one of the weather balloons. I don't shit. I don't remember this. I think I even talked about it once before on the previous endless Rainers episode year, a year ago, like a long time ago. I want to say, yeah, yes, you did. I want to say that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, cause I think it was, um, maybe it was like a 10 year or 20 year anniversary of this story, but you know, the media glommed onto it pretty quickly, but it was obviously, you know, he was obviously full of shit. Yeah. The kid, yeah. the kid uh, mistakenly just, you know, blurted something out and ruined the whole thing for the dad. Yeah. Yeah. And there was just no way the kid could fit inside a balloon like that. No, someone people, l- believed it. people believed it for a little while. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about this whale thing. Maybe, maybe not. It's a little incredible. Oh, you know what? You know, other cause of his whatever soft tissue bruises, like how they're playing. I don't know. You gotta. His girlfriend beat him up, and you know, it's like you'd rather. Yeah, you'd rather tell people that you got molested by a whale. You know, that a whale was like, you know, sucked you in and was like tonguing you, than than admit that your girlfriend slapped you around a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> well yeah. it could be true but lobster die you know anybody that dies for lobsters you know they got some they got some tall tales right yeah but it was it was a good it was a good, it was a good headline i hope it did happen i hope it did happen oh yeah i, I me too uh i wonder if they can make a movie out of this you know like it's where work this ranks in probability you know like getting struck by lightning um whatever kind of freak accidents winning the lottery i don't know how many people get struck by lightning every year i bet it's hundreds yeah yeah hundreds i used to live in florida and they that was like the lightning strike capital of the world and uh it would scare me because they would talk about things like how you know you don't have to be outside like people get struck by lightning sitting inside because they have a tree outside of a window 
and uh, the lightning strikes the tree and then zaps them to the window. You know, I do remember once we had a storm come through and I was watching TV and I could see the, like the, the light, the power, uh, I don't know if it hit a power line or what, but it like went, it, it looked like it went through the window and into my TV and then the TV just went off, like our power went out. It was really freaky, but it, it did seem like, I kind of wonder if my, if I had been in the way of that trajectory, like what would have happened? So you're saying the lightning did hit your TV or what? It, didn't or just, hit the it was like a flash of light. Yeah. It was like a flash of light from the power line into the, but I remember thinking like, it looked like it had gone through the window. It didn't hit the TV. But it was just what it hit, whatever caused the power to go out. Yeah. Hey, I have a question for you guys. Um, what do you call a whale um, with bad posture? Humpback. A hunchback whale. <laughs> womp, oh. womp. Oh, we're now entering the dad jokes section. Yeah, of we're going to be tonight's episode. closing out the episode with a, a few dad jokes uh, provided to us by Rob. I just have to throw that one out there. You know. Oh, is that all you got? Oh, no, I've, I've got some, a few. If you, I, I can tell you guys oh, a few ones. Right off a few. Right off a few. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Um, I'm afraid for the calendar. You guys know why? It's because it's, it's days are numbered. You know? Uh, anyways, <laughs> my wife said I should do lunges uh, to stay in shape. Uh, that would be a big step forward for me. Anyway, um, so why do uh, fathers take a, an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? In case they get a hole in one. You're not even giving us a chance to answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, okay. He literally just rattled through a few right there. <laughs> that hole in the one with the extra pair of socks. I like that one. That one's kind of clever. Yeah, you know, uh, singing in the shower uh, is fun until you uh, get soap in your mouth. Um, then it's a uh, soap opera. Opera. is too... No. Yeah. Where's the hook? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Okay. Okay. Next. Um. How, oh, how do you uh, follow Will Smith in the snow? You, huh? You, how do you follow oh. Will Smith? In this? You um. You follow the Fresh Prince. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we get it. Yeah. Uh. So it's we're in June, but uh, if April showers bring May flowers, what do May flowers bring? Um, Jane, this is a good one for Jane. What do May flowers bring? Pilgrims. Pilgrims. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah May flowers. Wow. There we go. It was right uh, there all along. Yeah. You guys want some more? Because I can keep on going, guys. I thought one the dryer more. was shrinking my clothes. Turns out it was a refrigerator all along. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't get it. The fridge, one. the fridge shrinks clothes? What? Yeah, because I get yeah, fat. Because fatter. he's eating. You know, oh, because you eat. eat okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, which bear is the most condescending? Which bear is the most condescending? Um, the polar bear? No. Uh, panda. Uh, Panda. Oh that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty condescending. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. I, I can keep on going. Just let me. No. Let me know. When I like. I like how much you like these. You enjoy <laughs> these so much. 
I love him. My my dad jokes just come come naturally. I can I'll I'll do them all day long. Wait, you, you didn't make those up, did you? Oh no 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 no. My oh, okay. mine are like natural. They'll just wait. Are I'm these reading. the ones you? Oh, these are it. These are it. All right. Yeah, yeah, I like some of the. Okay. Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? They work on so many levels. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but okay. I, I like that one. Uh, it's almost like a riddle. Where yeah. you're you supposed to like kind of like yeah, they're kind of riddles, you know. What do you what do you call a pudgy psychic? What do you call a pudgy psychic? I'm lost. I don't know. Uh, 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 a f- <laughs> this one's pretty complicated. A f- fortune teller. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So did we lose everybody shaming on this show? Yeah, let, let me let me check the the YouTube numbers. Okay, it looks like we've lost li- listeners. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good sign that we really like start wrapping up. Nine to seven. Yeah. The show has hit a new low. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. What time did the man go to the dentist? Two thirty. Yeah, two thirty. Oh, this is okay. so bad. This is bad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Now they're now you're gonna give up. Yeah, this, this is bad. Always on the two thirty joke. Always yeah. on the two thirty. I know. Anyways, we love the dads. We love the dad jokes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, Got good I, guy, good dad stories, experiences all around. Yeah, yeah, the dads are cool. Yeah, they're 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 cool. You know, I hope everybody has a good barbecue for whoever's doing the barbecues. Don't forget to your, wear your mask and only invite six six to eight people. To your parties. Oh, well, just real quick in the news. So, yeah, as of yesterday, yeah, you guys talked about this a little bit uh, in regards to your the comedy show experience that was which was on the fifteenth. Right. So, yeah, are, are people uh, are you noticing a difference in California society now that uh, yeah that now you're allowed to to live and breathe? I am. Yes, you are. Are you? I haven't been. I haven't been to a grocery store yet since they lifted it, so I'm not sure. I, I um. Uh, I, I think the um the the lift the lifting of the mask started yesterday. I guess in California, the coffee shop I o- always go to, the employees are still wearing masks. Everybody I walked in when I walked in, they were all wearing masks. I usually take the train to work. When I I you know I had my mask in my pocket. And I walked downstairs. I'm like, here, yeah, this is it. Let's do it. And when I walked downstairs, everybody was wearing their masks. I talked to my boss when I got literally everybody was wearing their masks. I was like, oh, come on. I talked to my boss for public transport. Yes, exactly. That was it. Exactly. That was the issue. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was like everything. I didn't really pay attention. But yeah. So what about uh, in, your, in your office? People are so um the off the masks are still being lightly enforced and I'm sure it's got a lot of liability issues going on there, but, but yeah, there's, we're still wearing them officially, unofficially, whatever you want. Yeah. I don't know if you can, you can't really judge by employees in the stores, you know, because they're, they have to, or, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're dealing with their customers. So the last thing they want is a customer that's all, you know, crazy about it to get upset. So can't really judge by the employees, but you should be able to judge by the patrons. Hopefully people uh, stop walking down the streets with masks on in Los no, Angeles. 
I also I still see, dispute uh, the whole weird. worker wearing masks because I think at some point you have to like at what point is that crazy? I mean, you, you can't cater to crazy problems. No, I'm I'm saying that it's not really their personal decision. Like it's their employer. Oh, yeah. It's their employer that's saying it. So if you walk into a coffee shop and everybody behind the counter is still wearing a mask, it's really not their choice, you know. So yeah, we were we were basically told um, you know, just I told my staff, all right, guys, these are the instructions we got from the home office. Just have this here. It's all, and I told them I, a lot of it is liability. A lot of it is liability. Just this is it. Have your extra mask here. Have this here. Great. But we actually started taking some uh, signage down and everything. So I feel like slowly it's, we're kind of moving slowly to, you know, I, I sent some emails today. Hey, are we still going to have this here? Are we, are we going to put this away? And I'm, not that I'm like pushing, pushing, but I'm, I'm asking and I'm kind of reporting back. Look, this is what we're getting. This is what we're kind of facing. A little bit of pushback here, a little bit of this there. You know, some people want to wear them. Some people are like, hey, what about the, you know, lifting of the thing? I'm just reporting it. And then I'm, I, I there, there's some movement now. There's more uh, the capacity. We have a gym at our office building. We're at full capacity now. Um and uh, that's good. We're not policing any, and I, we're not policing people wearing masks. I'm not going to do that. And we're not going to police that. It's just do your thing. We're not going to police you. That's Are you my... hitting the gym, getting those gains back? You know, I, 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 sometimes I go during lunch, like once, nah, like two, three, three times a week. It's mostly weights, you know, just, you know, just, you know. All yeah, right. So I keep those guns <laughs> in shape. <laughs> yeah. You know, just uh, anyway, but uh, yeah. It's very slowly, but I hopefully it's happening. Yeah. So anyway. Well, good luck to you all out there in uh, California. Yeah. Thanks, Texas, Bruce. Texas is done. They've they're they started this. They've been time. done. They they've they returned a long time ago. Yeah, it's been like two or three months now. Yeah, they're in yeah. like 2023 right now. Uh, yeah, Gavin Newsom said we were all gonna die, or it was <laughs> chroma. What was it? Yeah, the Homo sapiens or something. What? Yeah, Cro-Magnums. Cro-Magnon yeah. thinking, something like that. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, nothing happened. So, well, good for you. Glad y'all are getting your freedoms back. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Feels great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for tuning in. I'm sorry. I'm kind of like I'm under the weather a little bit. And, uh, you know, you define all things so, considering. Yeah, I lose my voice. So I appreciate everybody t- tuning in. Or we, Don't we forget your mask, it. Chris. Uh, no, no mask. I don't even carry a mask anymore. Damn it. Damn that shit. So, um, yeah. So thanks a lot for everybody for tuning in. I guess we'll hang out for a little bit and crack wise and, uh, before we call it a night, but we'll go ahead and wrap up the episode saying, get it on, get it on, get it on, get it on everybody. The world revolves around my kids. <laughs> <laughs>